My name is Jablani Masilela and welcome to Be the Change with Jabu podcast. Now I'm a firm believer that whatever social ills or injustices that you see in your very own nation, country, community, society, be it church, workplace or otherwise, that you ought to be that very change. You ought to be that quintessential example of the very change that you desire to see in your community. Now on this podcast you will learn not only from myself but various guests as well who are being about that change, who are the advocates of that very change they wish to see in their living space. Ladies and gents, welcome to you once again. I am so thrilled and excited for this episode we have lined up for you today. This is something I extracted from one of my golden archives as I call it previous telephonic interview a conversation i had with this gentleman who is founder and ceo of a company called geforce employment solutions he is a recruiting expert to put it simply you will hear from him in just a moment so to give you a little bit of context and background especially to those of you who are listening from outside of south africa so Let's rewind a little bit. March 23rd, 2020, the president of South Africa, President Cyril Ramaphosa, spoke to the nation and declared the country into a national disaster, a state of disaster officially, and saying that on March 26th that the country would go under a national lockdown, something that many of you in different parts of the world may have experienced to some degree or shape or form. So our guest expert will be giving us really great insight for you who is a job seeker or a business owner and just giving insight on what has become of the job market. And I promise you, there was a great deal of lessons that I took away from it, and I know you will too. So get your pen and paper ready or your electronic device if you're advanced, which I believe most of you are. Let's get right into it. Enjoy. Hello, Mr. Saben. Hey, Shablan. Wonderful, wonderful. So uh, our special guest on the line with us is none other than Mr. Graham Sabela, who is the chief coordinator of GeForce Employment Solutions, a South African registered human resources firm specializing in placement, labor outsourcing, payroll administration, human talent development, and industrial relations, to name a few. That's correct. Yes, that's what we do. All right. Wonderful, wonderful. So for the sake of just providing a bit of context here, for, the, for those listening in on the call, back in January and February of this year, you were firstly on Uko, the FM, and then the morning show on ETV, respectively, right? Correct. Now, in, in, in those interviews, you mentioned that because of the fourth industrial revolution, the current or certain jobs will become obsolete and job seekers need to be well prepared for that. What did you mean by that, sir? Well, we, we're living in a, in, a, in a new dispensation of times. Um, 
things have rapidly changed. Um, what we used to do um, last year may not be what we can be doing right now. If you remember, I spoke about working from home. You know, I'm sounded like I'm a prophet now because you see now <laughs> a lot of people are now working from home and that was said in January um, because of the time that we live in. But this obviously the current situation now of Corona has become um, more in implementing that working from home. I look at the studio that I was talking from in Johannesburg. Um, okay. It was a beautiful ETV studios in the sought-after area um, called the Stane City. Now, one thing that I noticed when I walked in there was that the jobs of the video man or the camera person will soon be redundant. Reason <laughs> being, they are now robots doing that job. Now, when we look at universities, there are people right there right now studying um, photography, studying video taking and whatnot. But the university won't tell them that, listen, the fourth industrial revolution says now there are machines that perform that job. So hmm. you may be sitting here studying towards this, but by the time you finish, there may not be a job for you. So you know, my call was, was, was to say to our people, it is best that you carefully study the economy, you carefully study what South Africa is looking for, um, because we have people studying things that they're never going to use. We're sitting right now, have people studying banking. Banks have disembarked on having human beings doing the bank work. Now it is yes. alive. So you get on the bank, you press the ATM, you get your, 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 your what you call your statement. Your bank statement, yes, correct. Yes. So you're no longer required to stand on the line. In fact, you can now, it's even better now, you can even get that on your cell phone and email it to yourself. So we don't have people studying that which they're not going to use. Mr. Price, one of the biggest shopping complex in South Africa, just before COVID-19, um, started having where you do a self-service. You buy what you do what you want, put it on the basket, you go digitally press there to pay, do everything without having a cashier. Simple job as a cashier will become redundant. So hmm. our take at, at G Force Employment Solution is that we are happy to help people prepare their profiles, but not only that, but to carefully look at what careers are available. There are skills and critical skills in South Africa that one can be engaged on. Again, it's simple things. We don't have plumbers, but most of our youth, we look down on that job, and yet it's a very good paying job. 
Yes. No one performing it. We've now started taking people from the likes of Zimbabwe, from the likes of Mozambique, um, the nearby countries. Those are the people now who are getting those jobs in South Africa. Another one, boiler making. Most of our youth will never look at that because they will think, gee, I'm going to be wearing an overall and safety boots. Everyone to wear a tie and put a suit. But you've learned again that those jobs are becoming redundant. Um, you know, I think, Mr. Fabela, sorry to cut you. I think you've really put a lot into perspective here. And I, I trust, you know, those who will be listening to this call will be able to gather that there's a lot of career programs or industries that, I guess, colleges and universities, different institutions of education are currently offering, but they won't come out with it to say, hey, this course or this program is going to be obsolete by the time you complete your program. And I think that's very informative. And in, in line with that, having that in mind, what are your thoughts on those people or what advice can you give to those people who are wanting to have a complete change in career? What, what would be your advice to such individuals? My advice is um, it's very, very um, important that you do your research and that you hold these institutes of higher learning accountable by saying, I'm here studying with you. Um, how is this going to benefit me in future? Can you guarantee me that what I'm studying will actually give me a job when I finish? Or not necessarily give you a job because that's not their business, but will there be job opportunities for me yes. after finishing my degree or my diploma? A university needs to tell you that or a college or whoever you're studying with. But two, as a person, you must be proactive. Mm. Engage yourself in researching what are South Africa's gas and critical skills. Now, these are what government will give anybody a visa to come to our borders free and quickly as possible because there is a crisis and there is a demand in those jobs. That's where I will put my efforts and focus on in saying I'm not just going to study this because it is something that uh, is available because it may be available to study for, but it may not be available to offer you a job. And two, our people need to start um, thinking of how can I create jobs myself as opposed mm. to how can I be employed? Because employment opportunities are shredding every day. It's not going to be easy after this pandemic, which has hit us all. We have pretty much written off 2020 and the early part of, of 2021. Now, 
as, as we speak now, South Africa has an unemployment percentage of about 30%. So by the time we finish this situation, if we are faced off, it will be even worse. So it is very, very, very critical to study the economy and how would the economy survive after this and what the economy needs. But anything digital would never go wrong. The world is so digital. The world is looking for technological people and not necessarily IT to say, but everything is digitalized, digital marketing. You know, um, we have such a, a shortage of those people in, in, in this country. Um, yes. Co- call centers are now scheduling people from home. You know, you don't have to go and sit at the call center agent. You can work from your home. Precisely. Yes, we we have campaigns that are being done here in South Africa um, because people love our our our, our what you call our accent because South African accent <laughs> is very is very is very neutral. So in a sense, you can be here, but speaking to people in New Zealand, speaking to people in Austria, speaking speaking to people in the United Kingdom and United States, and they will be able to converse with you. Because previously this job has been done in India, but India battles with their accent. Now South Africa is a new ground for that. Now if you look at people running a campaign for April, a big company, you will look yes. at people um, like Amazon, the listed billion dollar company, they've made great enrolls in South Africa. Um, and those are people that are employing. It's all digital. You sit at your home, you are being scheduled. All you need is internet, fiber, your cell phone, possibly a laptop, and you are working. And I've done a bit of recruitment for those people. They pay people about 30,000 rand, and you don't even have to take a taxi, no, drive your car. You're just sitting at your home, and you're working eight to four. Wow, make money more than people who have traveled to the office. <laughs> you know, uh, as, you're, as you're sharing all this insight or what you've been extensively involved in, you've helped answer so many questions which I had prepared for you, but based on what you just said, I believe one of the questions I had was that what are some of the common mistakes you've seen job seekers make and what's your advice to them? I think you've answered it in that there's a lot of changes that have uh, transpired as of late and I think you touched on a very crucial point there too, for job seekers to do their homework, to really do some research first and understand where the job market is and what are the skills or services that are needed in this economic time and especially because now we've had this world crisis which take which brings me to um, another question that I had for you about the fact that since this pandemic has affected adversely affected the livelihoods of so many of us 
of so many of our people. What what words of advice would you give to people in terms of them being hopeful and looking forward to better better days, if you will? It is certainly a difficult time for everybody. Um, nobody's thriving at this time. Everybody's battling. Um, big business are battling. Small business are, are battling. Individuals are battling. Organization, it is really, really, really hard. Um, and for those, you know, um, who are people of faith, um, it's even hard because uh, they can't even go to church and worship where they grow their hopes and strength, or whichever other faith that they are affiliated with. Um, but um, with all that said, you know, I'm saying we we are all on the same slate. That's the opportunity for me. You know, no one can claim to say, you know, we all have time, we're all sitting at home. This is the time to, 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 to do these researches I'm talking about. Yeah. This is the time to say, how do I relaunch myself after this COVID-19? If you can find opportunities to save during this time of COVID-19, if you have solutions, these are times to apply that, you know, because everybody um, is looking for something. Everybody is looking for PPE all of a sudden, you know. Um, those that have been told to go back to work must be safe. So... Um, what can I do in bringing safety in this? You know, a young man in the village created something that, you know, everybody's sanitizing, but we're all pressing the same button of that sanitizer. Is it going to help? Because <laughs> we, we carry this thing in our hands. A village boy invented something that you press by foot. <laughs> and then you only put your hand. With your shoe on. on. I hope. <laughs> yes, with the shoe on. Okay. You know, um, so that's being creative, you know. Th th those are things that this time needs. This, this our time needs one to be creative. If you cannot be creative, it's not going to be easy, you know. This time that we live Absolutely. in... Um, I need someone to, to, to really, really, really think hard on, on how do I do this better, you know. Uh, we've seen people now, um, the funerals are being digitalized, you know. People are saying, okay, I'll be able to broadcast this, this funeral. I'll put it live on YouTube, you know. We needed people to do that. <laughs> we needed people to offer funeral uh, uh, parlors these solutions. It's okay. Now that um, we cannot have church, how do I help an old man in a, a Zionist church to take his message across to his people? Um, because some of these older generation may not be lucky as us in knowing these gadgets and technologies, but it takes one to do that. And in yes. doing that, one can make a little money. One can be paid for the solutions that they've provided. So it's really, really thinking out of the, you know, right now, we have government that have run out of ideas. How do I get kids back to school? It takes one to think, what would possibly work to get these children back to school and make sure that they are safe with their teachers? 
These are solutions that government is looking for. But if we cannot think and, 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 and work tirelessly to find these solutions, it's not going to be easy. These are times that one is sitting at home, but do your research. Say, okay, Spain was hardly affected. How did Spain um, work on this? How did Spain get it right? Wuhan, where yes. things started, they are now open for business um, and supplying the rest of the world with solutions of something that they started. But now you go back and say, okay, I'm going to learn from them and say, let me look at you. How did you get your people back to work? What sort of precautionary measures did you take? How did you get your children back to school? And you then uh, connect with those people and say, listen, I want those solutions. I'm sitting here. This is our situation. It's time that you connect in terms of business um, than to complain and say, okay, I've had people complaining about cigarettes, you know. Um, surely we, we can have far, much, far better things to do than complaining about cigarettes. <laughs> I, don't use it. I don't know. Maybe those who use it feel it is, it's essential. But I don't think so. I think it's time that we should be all finding solutions to the yes. pandemic and to say how do we get our country forward. In the yes. rank, there are thousands and thousands of people commuting there. You know, um, every single day. What solution can I bring there? You know, like I spoke first about masks. You know, a group of women decided um, that they're going to start sewing masks using an African um, fabric. Print, yes. You know, okay, fabric. Yes. Okay. Yes. And the print in it. Those women have recorded now a billion. Wow. You know, in terms a billion of rand. Masks. Yes. Wow. You That's know, on these masks being sold on the streets. And these are people that one would have looked down upon and they said, ah, these masks are not surgically approved or these masks, you know, people would have made so many excuses. However, though, it is by law that you cannot leave your house without a mask. Not all of us can uh, afford a surgical mask. So you get that mask, it's being sold to you at that end. You know, South Africa has so many millions of people. So you times those state rents by a mere five million, then you can see how much money has been made. Some said, you know what? Stupendous amount. <laughs> you you manufacture these, I'm gonna take from you at state rents, but I'm gonna go resell them at sixty rents. People are still buying. So we cannot sit and say Ah, poor me. Oh, ah, this situation. Do something about it. Yes. No, you know, I think if there's anything I've taken away from what you've just said or what the, basically what you've educated us on here is the importance of being proactive and maintaining that optimistic outlook to life and looking out for opportunities that haven't been burst yet or haven't been seized upon and always mm. seeking to use time and resources like you mentioned earlier 
these electronic gadgets that we all have, if not all, but most of us have at our disposal. How do we use that to educate ourselves? For example, to do research that you were talking about and that you mentioned also the likes of Amazon who are hiring or recruiting people without them going to any workplace or place of, uh, of work, so to speak. And they are working at the comfort of their own homes and are able to use a laptop or whatever other electronic gadgets, be it, be it an iPad or a tablet, and they are able to be productive and get some work done. And guess what? They get remunerated for that. And I think you've educated us, you know, so much on how we can be a solution-based thinking society. So, before we let you go, Mr. Saben, just one last question. So, with, with, with the fact that you've extensively been involved in recruitment processes and placements, what would you say are some of the mistakes that perhaps job seekers uh, do uh, over and above the ones you've mentioned? What are some of the common ones that you've noticed that job seekers can improve in in order for them to increase their chances of possibly getting employment or even being able to come up with an idea that becomes a business that is sustainable? Yeah, I mean, a typical one. I've seen people losing an opportunity to, to get to gain an, an interview for a job because of their phone etiquette. You know, where recruiters will phone you. Um, normally these office lines, when you're being called, come to you as a private number for whatever reason. Now, a job seeker will be very rude or not have a way of professionalism in taking those calls. Um, and then what then happened, because the recruiter is pressed with time. They want the candidate. And when we recruit, we obviously want the candidate that will represent us also as a company. So if you're not going to have good etiquette skills on the phone or, or speak rudely, we're definitely going to move to the next candidate. What then that's happened is you have lost on an opportunity to come and present yourself for an interview. Two, um, you may find that some of my recruiters are male. Um, I do not know whether it's the society we live in or what it is. Um, and then the, the, the candidate is a female. So because now I've established that the guy that called me um, is asking me to come for an interview. So I do not know what happens psychologically. By the time they present themselves at our offices, some of them are dressed in a way that is not professional. <laughs> you know, uh, their private parts are hanging out, uh, the way and the manner of everything they're being is just completely wrong. And you cannot have that when you go to say, I'm presenting myself for any job opportunity. You need to dress smart. 
you need to represent yourself better. You cannot come um, showing your breasts, for instance, um, or wearing things that, you know, say, what's wrong with this person? That makes an interviewer <laughs> be uncomfortable to talk to you. You just cannot do that. I've, we've seen that a lot, and often than not, we would turn those people back. We understand that we're living in a society that is free. However, um, job is a professional um, industry. You know, work is a professional place. So we then say, look the part. When you come and say, I present myself for a job, look the part. Do not come looking otherwise because that just doesn't work. And then two, people have a problem of getting excited when they get into jobs. Uh, now, they make a lot of mistakes. You give them an easy questionnaire form, just about yourself, nothing much. And you'll be shocked how wrong um, these answer sheets um, um, completed. When, when, when you see the completion of them, they are wrongly completed, and you look at the level of education of these people. Gee, this person is well educated, but <laughs> it says name, then they put an ID number. Or it says ID number, then they put a name. You know, it's, it's small mistakes, but those mistakes count to who is going to get a job. So I would say calm down. Make sure you read everything, the instruction properly. Then you fill the document correct, complete it correctly, because it's not just you who wants the job. I've already said that there is 30% of unemployment in South Africa. It's probably going to get worse now with the situation we find yeah. ourselves in. I think it's above that. That's, that's yeah. according to Stats Essay, and there's a lot of people unaccounted for in that figure. That's my take. But yes, you have a great point there. Absolutely. So, so that that would be a bit of um, tips that I can give to those who are looking for an employment. Dress uh, well. Do your research about the company you're going to. Um, no, you know, you know, you ask a um, a simple question like, um, tell us more about yourself. You know. We're not interested that you like watching TV. Tell us something <laughs> that is interesting about you. Something Precisely. that makes me want to have you in my team. You know, one day I, I had a CEO of a, a well-known firm. He said to me, Graham, we're not looking for rocket scientists. He, he was an old man. He said, you know, um, this was about five, eight years ago, I can't remember. He said, you know, I, I, I battled to get myself around these gadgets, these cell phones. He said, if a man can simply construct communication, proper communication on the cell phone, then I want that person to come and work for me because I myself have battled. These were easy jobs in the factory, you know, um, he was just saying, you know, don't be too strict in terms of who you bring. But I want people who can reason. Those are the things that we, we've run into. And then you, you run into some who say, look, I want the best of the best in 
my shop floor. I want the best of the best in my firm. Now, that is why then we are extreme in terms of our screening and who do we take to the client. Because there's many of us recruitment agents, but we want to send profiles that sells us as well as a recruitment agent, and that says we've done our job. So as a, as a job um, seeker, it is your honor to make sure that you present yourself in, in the best way possible because that just gives you more chance of attaining that job. Otherwise, you will seek for jobs forever and you will never get a job. We are in South Africa where people are underemployed because you look at their qualification and you look at where they are working, they are settling because there isn't much choice in terms of jobs that you can go into. We also teach people that uh, once you end that job, how to then keep the job, how to behave in the job uh, in the workplace because um, some, as soon as we leave them, then we get a call, uh-oh, we're not happy with so-and-so. Their behavior, the way they mm. carry themselves is just not correct. And it's so sad when you know that this person was so excited in getting a job, but now you must go and say, hey, they're not happy with the way you carry yourself. Um, they're not happy with the way you behave. So we then said, look, we'll teach our people and make sure that they understand that that's a workplace. You are being paid there to work, not to chat, not to create bodies. Um, that you can do a chatting during your lunch break, but during work we are working. We must all work. Hmm. And South Africa is known to have a little span in terms of <laughs> being at work <laughs> and concentrating at the workplace. Uh, people just want to have breaks. People just want to chat unnecessary. We need to respect the workplace and, and earn our salary uh, honestly. You know, if, if I'm paid hourly, I need to give a full hour of the work that I'm given to do. Now that I've worked 30 minutes, part of the other 30 minutes I was busy chatting. It's, it's not good. Uh, we had another client, uh, Numpec, who said they can no longer be smoke break because people were more on a smoke break than they are in a workplace. Hmm. So you it's know? very, very important that we create a culture of saying, I want to work. You know, thank you so much for, you know, the in-depth, you know, knowledge and the tips. I mean, having had the experience that you have in, you know, in recruitment processes, I think you've educated myself and definitely those listening in on this call, they will definitely benefit from this. And in conclusion, how do people get in touch with um, G-Force Employment Solutions? How can they quickly get in touch with G-Force Employment Solutions? Drop us an email. You can use an email info at G-Force Solutions with an S dot org dot Z-A. Info at G-Force Solutions with an S dot org, O-R-G, dot Z-A. 
then our people will be in touch with them. Fantastic, fantastic. I believe you also have an Instagram page, is that correct? I think I saw an Instagram page as well. Yes, I am. we do have a, an a Instagram page. Um, our, um, people can, can also reach us there through, through the page. Um, um, it's, it's, it's again GeForce Solutions um, dot org. Fantastic. Fantastic. So you mentioned a, a short abbreviation earlier. You said PPE. For the sake of those of us who may not know what that is, what is that? What does that stand for, sir? Okay, that's um, protective uh, professional clothes at the workplace. Okay, so it's protective yes. gear for the workplace. Yes. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Can I repeat our Instagram page is GForce Employment. GForce Employment. All right. GForce Employment. That's it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mr. Sabela, I think um, this is just only the beginning of many more interviews to come, hopefully. And I want to thank you for affording me this opportunity to educate our people, to give back to society. And who said we cannot give back to society in the midst of lockdown? technology like you've mentioned, like you've so eloquently uh, expressed that we can harness the power of technology in getting out the education, getting out the message and giving back to society and thank you once again. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you to all the listeners. Thank you so much. All right. You have a fantastic day. Take care. I'm Jablan Masilela. And you've been listening to Be The Change with Jabu podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate this podcast, and also to leave us a review and share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at Jabu underscore coach and on Facebook at Jablani C. Masilela. Thank you for listening.